Hello and welcome to Easy Operations episode 35. My name is Ron. I am back from vacation. This week I'm joined only by James because Mondo is uh, away with his girlfriend at the moment. He's spending quality time and there's nothing wrong with that. So James, we're the guys that uh, don't hang out with our girlfriends, I guess, or wives. <laughs> we have our own time. <laughs> we're the jerks. This is, this yeah, is our yeah. time, so it's okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So how you been, man? Uh, Still recovering from a uh, sickness, but I feel a ton better than I did previously. So uh, just working my way to being healthy again. What about yourself? Good. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of trying to get back on a sleep schedule because, you know, Thailand is like 15 hours ahead of time. <laughs> I bet. And so my sleep has been off like, you know, you a couple of days. I've been waking up at 5 a.m., oh, okay. 5 a.m., um, you know, and I try to stay up late, and but then I end up waking up early. So then I'm even more tired. <laughs> so it's been uh, my schedule is just trying to get acclimated. So how was uh, Thailand? Well, yeah. Uh, well, before, before very... we get there. I, what my yes. most important question is: How was the flight going there? I'm I like I want to go back one day, but I dread that flight. Well, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't have the ability to go on a first class or business class, so I was stuck in the absolute middle seat. I thought you had aisle. And it sucked, man. No, uh, my girlfriend wanted the aisle. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I I was a gentleman and I let her have it. So, um, but it sucks, and I'm someone that. Uh, you know, I feel like there's two types of people in the world, James. There's people that uh, like to recline their seats and they don't care about the person in the back. And then there's persons that want to set the example. And they're like, it sucks when someone reclines in front of you because if you're watching a movie, if you're eating, you're, everything gets tilted downward, you yeah. know. And uh, I don't like to tilt. If I do, it's just like a half an inch or so. Uh, but, you know, the person in front of me was full tilt. He even leaned on the seat to get the maximum pressure on it, the most it could possibly go. And, uh, you know, it's it's cramped. I, I had a hard time sleeping. I bet. Um, That's my fear because you know, I can't but, uh, sleep sitting up. And uh, I would need, like, as much recline as possible. But even in flights, the recline isn't steep enough for me to even be comfortable. Yeah. Um, so how do you deal with that? Well, I brought one of those pillows, which I don't like, but it's just the only, it's necessary. Otherwise, your neck's going to hurt. Uh, so you try to sleep on the pillow. Um, I try not to sleep as much. Um, I try to watch a bunch of movies on inter- international flights. They include a ton of movies, Unlimited, and there's relatively new stuff. Um, and uh, one of the things that I like to do is constantly keep getting up. So I drink always water to go to the bathroom quite often. Mm-hmm. And uh, that keeps you from your legs getting your muscles cramping up on you, right? Because you're always having to get up to right. go to the restroom. Getting blood flowing. And you can walk down. Yeah, you walk down the aisle. You stretch your legs. You kind of stay standing up for a bit. And that's how you kind of break it up. But, uh, yeah, it's really tough. And all you do is just eat and sleep and watch a little bit of movies. And yeah, I try not to look at the time. But um, with that and the on the way over with that and the connecting flies a total of 17 hours in the air. So, Ugh. It's Sounds- tough. It's tough. But I mean, don't let that discourage you, man. I mean, you got to see the world. So, yeah. you know, especially your home country. So you got to, you got to go. visit my home country. And uh, what'd you think of it? I did. Well, uh, it's very hot oh, yeah. there and humid. So and and later, it, bro. it's always like that. So like, you know, I, I, I was telling somebody that I tend to go on vacations that I feel like I need a vacation from afterwards. <laughs> Because um, I always go to places that are historical and I'm always moving around. I don't have a lot of time to relax. And in Thailand, it's generally high 80s with very high oh, humidity. Yeah. I, I, I can and, never uh, <laughs> Yeah, so you go out and you're immediately sweating. <laughs> and you just, that's your life, man. And I try to wear, you know, clothes that can breathe. Or are you that, sure? Like, I saw your pictures and you were wearing a lot of long sleeve, bro. Okay, well, that's a special long sleeve shirt. I bought that when I was going so to Egypt. Special. <laughs> it looks like super like traveler. I look like a fisherman, but uh, it keeps you from getting you know sunburn or whatever. And then it has a lot of vents on it, like, uh, and it's made out of this very breathable material. So that's kind of why I was going with that thing. And then when the mosquitoes come out, well, that's oh, another yeah. aspect of it. In the evening, it the, you protects you from mosquitoes as well because you have a long sleeve. Bl- so, were you meat. able to go free of a Thailand trip without any bites? Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, and that's one of the things that got a little bit tiring is that every night before you want to go out in the evening, 
you got to go through this routine of, all right, let's, uh, let's get layered up with some DEET. And I had these, uh, it was easier to pack on the plane. Instead of the spray, I had wipes. Mm. They're like little baby wipes <laughs> that have uh, mosquito bug spray on them. And, uh, you know, and it smells super strong. Mm. And it's like, don't get this on your clothes. It's going to ruin your clothes. And I'm like, well, I'm putting it on my skin. They're saying you can't even go on my clothes. Go buck naked, <laughs> but you, you drip mosquitoes, bro. I know it's gonna like tear holes in my clothes, but apparently it's fine to put on my skin. Um, so you know, I try to put that as much as you can, but it, you, I still got bit. A and lot, or they got a like. Bit. Let me see. Um, I would say I had probably a total over the course of uh, you know my ten days, maybe six. Okay, that's not too bad. Bites. If it was me, I would get no, like twelve or fifteen of them somehow. They're they're super itchy. And uh, they kind of, for me, they kind of got like yeah. welts. That's cause, like if, if we ever got shot by a paintball, they get like welts. allergic to it. That's what happens. I get, oh, I, get that I see. And uh, what I found that was very helpful was, you ever heard of Tiger Bomb? Yeah, oh, yeah. T- Tiger Bomb? That's yeah. mainly, for, yeah. mainly for muscle, though. It's a... Dude, it says on the package, maybe the you formula mean? they got over there in Thailand, it says for relief from mosquito oh, wow. bites. And I was rubbing that stuff on, man. So I smell like Vicks, Vapo <laughs> Rub. That thing's hella strong. It's good for headaches because, like, the odor is just so strong. I used to. Yeah, it's very refreshing. Young, my mom used to always have that all around. So, like, just that smell would bring nostalgia. But I, I never heard it for uh, <laughs> for mosquito bites. It was more for, like, Yes, bites. sir. It, it sure came in handy. We bought some over there. Uh, back then, it was mainly <laughs> calamine that I had to throw on myself. But it was like a very like pink staining on your skin uh, product. So, it, oh no, it was not that version. This was like a Vicks vapor okay. rub and type of good? thing. Yes. Yeah, it was, it, it was cooling, and uh, I don't know. It felt good to. Uh, you could get Tiger Bomb here, bro. If you want to keep, continue that experience. I remember it was Jerry Rice had a commercial with Tiger Bomb. <laughs> That's awesome. So which uh, which uh, parts of Thailand did you end up going to? So I went to Bangkok. I went to Chiang Mai in the north. And then I went to an island of Koh Samui in okay, the south. Let's start with uh, Bangkok. And that's the main central city of Thailand uh, where my family's generally from, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing I remember, which is early 90s, uh, very busy uh well the drivers drive too crazy and uh, a lot of poverty um from what i recall is it still like that yeah it is and um it has its nice areas i stayed in this section of town that was close to this uh within about a mile if not shorter distance to two major malls that are huge malls we're talking like seven stories i remember one mega mall and on the very top floor there was a giant arcade it was pretty much an arcade floor is that is it still there or is that the one that you went to um no one of the ones i went to both of them but one of the ones that i went to had a movie theater on the top floor a luxury movie theater and i had to see what that was about so i saw a movie in a foreign country for the first time (laughs) what was luxury about it um the the lobby of it looks like the Cosmo in um, Vegas with chandeliers fancy. and just like nice chairs and sofas. And uh, they were selling premium seats, which looks like a little couch in the back. And uh, they had an IMAX. They had a 4DX thing in there. I was that close to getting a 4DX <laughs> thing for it. But you had your review on it was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And then I wanted to do IMAX. But the fact that it was 3D and I didn't really know that this movie had a lot to do in 3D. Weren't you like so worried that it was going to be in English? Or does it say that it was? Okay, I did. I did. And I asked one of the guys there. Okay. Uh, and that's the thing, by the way, in, in, in Thailand, a lot of people speak I, English. I imagine Bangkok. And, uh, or is it all, all over? In general. In general. Because there's so many uh, tourists. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the common language, which is interesting, you know, and and kind of lazy for a lot of people that are from the U.S. You don't have to learn the language um, because it's all the a lot of signs are in oh, English. Nice. Tourist friendly. And, uh, and that seems to be like if you come from any other country, you have to learn how to communicate in English because it's either you learn English or right. Thai. And I guess English is far more common for a lot of people. So there was I saw people on tours from different countries, from Spain, from Germany and they were getting the tours in English. Nice. Interesting. Did you do a tour? Or you did yeah. your own tour or you your um, itinerary? No, there there was this one little um, house that I went to called the Jim Thompson House. It's just like a little in Bangkok site. I, okay. Yeah, 
Um, and I took a tour there and that was in English, but I basically was kind of my own tour okay, guide. That's cool. And how, how did you get um, around? <clears throat> okay. Here's my pro tip. Apparently Uber works Okay, there. but we have no uh, and, internet uh, no? on our phones. Okay. I bought a SIM card okay. over there in the mall. And how much was that? <laughs> and it was an eight day pass that I want to tell you cost me like, I don't know, 12 yeah, bucks. I think, is our money still good there? Like the value? Okay. Yes, uh, it goes a long way. And, you know, a lot of people will tell you that, oh, if you go to Thailand, it's going to be so cheap and you're going to be having a meal for $5 <laughs> and this and that. You know, look, that can be true, but you have to be very open to going out to uh, non-tourist friendly places, oh, right? To the whole point of the tourist friends so they can make money. Like you know? Yeah. And so, like, I tended to sometimes eat in the hotel because I, I didn't really know where to go. Mm. Um, so the prices were still less expensive than over here, but not by a huge margin. Uh, this one particular time in, in, in Chiang Mai that I went, I got a really cheap meal that I, we did eat street food. It was like a, a noodle mm-hmm. soup and, and a nice tall beer. Was it a and, Singha? Uh, it was no. Well, I tried them all. Singha is very common. That's the most common mm-hmm. one. I like that. That's be my second favorite. I ranked that number two. Um, then another very common one is uh, Chang, Chang beer. I might be pronouncing it incorrectly. <laughs> they always correct me when I say it. And uh, it's in uh, a green bottle. That's the second one. I placed that in number three position. And number one, which you didn't find as often, was Leo wow. beer. Oh, yes. And right. I was very drawn to it because that's my yep, cat's name. Black cat on the, on the <laughs> logo too, right? No, it's like a little uh, cheetah or something almost. like that. Um, and I was drawn to it because I just thought it was a fun gimmick that it was my cat's name on the beer. And it actually proved to be the okay. best beer that they had, but it just wasn't widely available. Oh, so the different places you went to, it wasn't often uh, available. Yeah. So your mo- most of your go-tos would be either Singha or Chang nice. So in Bangkok, you went to yeah. the John something place. Anything else? Yeah, that was this like historical home. I went to see the uh, Buddhist temple. That's where you see the reclining nice. Buddha. How was that? Uh, I thought, well, it was very cool. It was very, uh, both for me, kind of a, a nerdy experience because I was like, oh, this is like <laughs> right. the street fighter level for Sagat, you know. Uh, but at the same time, it is a very uh, holy place for a lot of Buddhist people and you, you have to be quiet yeah. and respectful and a lot of people are, are still worshiping yeah. there. And, and the statue itself was just enormous. You cannot even get it all in one yeah. photo. Uh, and it's just like beautiful to see and very awe-inspiring. And then we saw an uh, old uh, Buddhist temple, that, which is uh, adjacent to where uh, the king of Thailand, who just recently passed away, uh, would live. So not only is it like the same grounds as the royal estate, but it's also... Uh, one of the most famous uh, Buddhist uh, temples over there where the uh, the emerald or jade Buddha is held. And, uh, you know, it's made out of jade. It's very expensive and it's covered in a gold outfit that they changed the clothes of it. And a really cool experience to see. And uh, and then I saw my movie and then we had some dinner. So that's about what I did. Nice. In and uh, just to reconfirm, you went all these places with Uber? Uh, yeah, for the okay. most part. Um yeah, they have these things called tuk tuk. That's like the little Get a fun tuk tuk. Oh yeah, you're right, tuk tuk. Uh, and that's like a motorcycle with like a couple of back mm-hmm. seats installed over a little thing there. And uh, I, it was a little too hectic to go, and I didn't know my footing yet, so I didn't did they, go on one of those until the next I, city. Did they put uh, seat belts in those yet? Because back in the day, no, no. Okay, on, still no yes. seat belts, and they're still no. driving hella fast, right? <laughs> Uh, well, it's traffic, oh, okay. a lot of traffic. They don't really get it. Yeah, because when I remember when I was little, I was like, I was scared because you have to like hold on because you're going pretty fast and there's no seatbelt. So, <laughs> um. yeah. Well, what I liked about the Uber service was that I can tell it exactly where to go. So I don't, they're going to use the navigation right. to get there and I can input the directions in English. It's going through my credit mm-hmm. card, um, which is being billed. There's no exchange of money. Um, and I know who I can trust and you can always there's a reporting chain, right? If the guy is a yeah. bad driver, I can always report right. him to Uber. And so they had it uh, where you can be picked up by a taxi. So some of the taxis were doing that. What's interesting is that you found that basically the people that are willing to do Uber are kind of a little more younger mm. because they're kind of new to this technology right. and they're more willing to do it. And uh, it was a very easy way to kind of avoid the language barrier 
and you get where you needed to go. So Uber uh, would be recommended when and, you go there. Yeah, and I don't actually uh, Uber's bad company has been doing a lot of negative yeah. things, but it, it was it was a necessary thing for survival out there man, for I me. Fear, yeah. <laughs> I come here, I'm going back to left, you know. Um, but the the one place where it didn't work was in uh, Costa Moy. It was oh, just no yeah, they had like access there, but just no service there on the area, uh, you know. Um, in terms of before we get there, uh, when you went to Chiang Mai, did you take like a train over there or? I flew over there. That was part of the package okay. that I bought. Was it, another, so it was a very short flight. A commercial flight or kind of a? It was a, a Bangkok Airways or okay. something like that. And then how long was that? Flight? Thai, Thai Airways. Oh, like about two hours okay. at most. Not too bad. And how short. was that? And uh, over there, it's a little more quieter. And um, I happen to stay on the outskirts of it. That That is a city that has an old center of the city that is kind of walled oh, off. Interesting. And that's where most of the action happens. Um, I go in to see more Buddhist temples there. And that one has like kind of the most within a s- small city that you can see. So there's a lot of different temples there. Um, and I enjoyed seeing those. I love seeing the history and the design on those. And, and then there was a Sunday market. And man, I'm telling you, Easily over the course of more than two to three miles was a street <laughs> like they closed off the streets and it was just street food like vendors, people street food vendors. It was like people selling souvenirs. It was so cool, and that really felt like to me what I envisioned the authentic Thai experience. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like you, you would go there, you would shop for stuff, and Vegeta, fried so we walked around there. No, I did not. Uh, but that was the city where I decided I was like, let me do some street food here. So I saw a place that. Um, I could sit down because I actually wanted to sit down. I don't want to like eat standing up. And so this particular, I I call it street food because it was kind of like not really a restaurant. They just were set up in the corner with a little (laughs) tent, but they had chairs and stuff like that. And I uh, got some soup there and it was one of the best Thai soups I've ever had. Tom Yum soup with noodles. You're eating something Um, in a hot country. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it makes you sweat, and then that cools you <laughs> <I> off. <guess. laughs> uh, but I had a nice cold beer to wash it down with, and that was probably one of the best and cheapest meals that I had. Like, so you have you was, been paying, like, for example, all your stuff via your credit card, or? So I do have a credit card that um, doesn't get charged international fees, but I cash is very important uh, there for a lot of yeah, places. So I tended to pay okay. with cash. So uh, I only went out in the day with what I planned on spending that day. And so that I, I didn't have all my I stuff. See. With so me. you did the currency exchange at the airport or what did you exact? How did you plan that? Yeah. At okay, the airport. Just making sure. So you just like whoop, yeah. withdraw a bunch of cash and just convert it uh, and then use that for the trip. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Nice. Uh, and did you ever uh, go to the, I don't know where it is or what part of Thailand it is, but the, the floating market floating yeah um that's something i didn't get a chance to do uh there is a kind of a, a river that goes in bangkok and uh apparently there's a lot of boats and that becomes a little marketplace i didn't get a chance to see that so that's probably the one thing i regret oh, not seeing good. yeah you're a you busy know. itinerary anyways yeah and then when i went to chiang mai i went to another uh buddhist temple you see the theme here it's a very popular thing over there um and this one you had to go up like 300 steps it was at a, on top of a mountain, and uh, it was so awesome and just a cool experience to see. And then we went to an elephant nature park where you got to feed elephants. You got to walk right next to them. Yes, Close as I've one? ever been, you can touch them. No. Okay, let me tell mm-hmm. you something. Uh, you would think that elephants are big animals, and I've seen people ride them all the time. They could take it. But apparently, they're not meant to be hmm. ridden, and it's very hard on them. And on top of that... Those places that do offer the rides, they don't give those elephants a break. Uh, and they do it multiple times. When you factor in the rig that they have to sit, you know, set the seats on and the weight of everything, they're carrying so much weight and they do it. It's so hard on them and it really causes problems from long term. And so um, this was a park that showed us all this and it showed us that even when you see uh, performing elephants, that they're not meant to to do that and they have really harsh training it was really like i opened uh, almost brought tears to your eyes to see the treatment because they basically like tortured oh, these yeah. animals to learn the tricks and uh so you realize that these animals are being mistreated so this was a rescue center for animals or for elephants wow and so that's why they're not going to be doing anything fun if they don't want to come up to you that's on them and but they were there to be rehabilitated dude there was even this one elephant that had 
been in a landmine and his oh, no. leg portion of it was destroyed and he was a trooper and he you know his leg was messed up but he was walking around and they have like human lifespans and there was you know animals or, or i'm sorry elephants that were like 70 years yeah. old did they, did they look, at, look at two or no you can't uh, tell i mean i guess they're slightly paler um but uh so it's just a very uh majestic animals to see oh, them there and it felt like I was in Jurassic Park. It's kind of a weird analogy, but it's like you're going onto the land there and you're seeing them in, in right. different sections. Right, exotic animals that you never really would rarely see up close. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, so it was a very cool experience, and you get to bathe them, and so, yeah. That's cool. And then uh, anything else in Chiang Mai? Um, yeah, just with the market there, and that's where I did finally ride my tuk <laughs> And uh, it was pretty fun, but you do kind of like smell the exhaust oh, of yeah. the uh, motorcycle. And all the cars are run by or whatever that you're driving. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so it, it was a cool place. And I and I one kind of curious thing was I went to a Hagen dust store. I kind of was craving <laughs> some ice cream. <laughs> and it had table service at this wow, Hagen dust store. And they were like, yeah, we're going to bring you your order and order which one. I literally, I only got a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> but they're like, okay, we'll bring it to your table. Like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. How, how so, was the uh, tipping work over there? Is it uh same? Um, the, the travel books that I read was that you don't have to tip that much. Mm. If you have a little spare change, you just leave that behind. Yeah. And if someone helps you with your bags, then you do, you know, give them like a little bit of money, but it's not like a super common okay, thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you ended your trip in uh, Kosamai Beach? Yeah, and uh, basically, uh, that was just my relaxing vacation. I stayed on a resort. I kind of didn't know this at the time, but I literally chose the furthest thing possible from any other things to do. Mm. So um, kind of while my hotel was very beautiful, we got upgraded to a room with a private pool because they were doing construction on the standard nice. rooms. So that was kind of awesome. Um, but we... We were very far away from it, so basically all our meals we ate at the hotel. I see. At least they had <laughs> meals at the hotel, so that's cool. Yeah, but it wasn't uh, cheap I at see, all. I see, I see. Because they know yeah. it's tourists and all that stuff. Exactly. So. How was the beach then? Exactly. Um, and the beach, it had a private beach. Uh, it happened to be very rainy, and so the surf was a little high. They didn't let us get into the water there. Um, but on one of the other days, I did get to take a boat trip to another small island where I got to do some uh, snorkeling and just see this beautiful little isolated island. Nice. And it was just a great experience. Sounds good, man. Glad you had a great time. Uh, did you get a massive tan when you got back? No, not really. I just didn't kind of lay just, out that much. I sun. put some sunblock on. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you afraid of the sun, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for our travel podcast, everybody. <laughs> hey, man, I enjoy, uh, enjoyed that quite a lot. It interests me quite because uh, I'm considering possibly going back one day. I want to take my mom because she hasn't been there since I've been there. Uh, and she knows nothing over there anymore because she's been here for so long. So uh, we will see maybe uh, in the future. But thanks for the tips. No problem. And I highly recommend it. Definitely go back there when you have a chance. Yeah. And uh, speaking of... Uh, uh, Oh, you said you mentioned that you were you saw a movie out there. Uh, what did that end up being? Yeah, well, I really wanted to see Justice League, and I and I wanted to kind of be in on the conversation. I was like, let me go see this over here, and it had Thai subtitles, but for the most part, it was a movie in okay. English. And uh, okay, so I James, I think you summed it up best when you said it's more fun than it is good, and uh, I really agree with that statement because. I enjoyed the moment-to-moment -moment action of watching this movie, right? It had a lot of fun lines. Of entertainment um, scenes. Yeah, yeah. But when you kind of think about the movie, it's like, okay, that villain was kind of dumb. Why couldn't it have been Darkseid? Um, there's nothing memorable about this villain, Steppenwolf. Mm. And, uh, you know, when you think of how Batman didn't really play a much of an active role, he was... Not very uh, impactful. Uh, at all. <laughs> yeah. He, he made a lot of jokes. He crashed though. his vehicles <laughs> and he tried to defeat some of the little insects. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. it was a uh, wisecracky all of a sudden as, as well, which I thought was a little odd. Yeah. And one of the things that I probably took the most issue with was this fact that it's trying to redeem Superman. And they, they position this movie as 
because of the death of Superman, the world has been thrown into chaos <laughs> because he was so much hope for so many people. And that was never earned for yeah, me. I and, and, and just him being this symbol that once we uh, get Superman back, he's going to be like the hope that's going to reunite everyone. And, and I didn't feel like that was earned at yep, all. I totally agree. I think I mentioned so, uh, kind of something similar. Yeah. In the past so one. I just, it was just really hard to swallow that. Now, that being said, you started to see Superman once. What I didn't like was the the moment he comes back, he goes back to being like evil oh, Superman. Yeah, like when that he starts, 30 seconds or... Yeah, when he starts kind of fighting the whole team, which was a cool scene, but it's like, you know, couldn't it have been something else? Right. You know, did he have to take it, it out on the cool team? would be cool if he came out in that black suit. That would have been sweet. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> and uh, I won't take credit for this idea, but this was Jeff Kanata. I think he was saying on the Slash Filmcast, he was like, wouldn't it have been much cooler if he didn't have his full powers and he that's why he needed the rest of the justice league to get together and defeat the villain oh, yeah. i thought that would have been so awesome I mean, anything kind of would have been a better <laughs> a better excuse for superman to come back or uh them to get together but this is what we got i don't know if it's because of reshoots or or what or uh it seemed very rushed to me what did you think yeah um well it what what i walked away with is this was about 80% Snyder's movie still. Yeah. And there's only so much that Whedon can do. Yeah. Uh, even to the point where Whedon did not receive a, a directing credit because apparently... Was it enough footage get... or something like that? I think there was some type of rule. If I recall correctly, there was some type of rule that you have to um, be directing at the same time oh, okay. to be listed as a co-director or something like that. That kind of makes sense. Kind of like the Russo brothers, you know, how they're both co-directing yeah, yeah. both directing at the same time. Yeah, so instead he got like a script uh, credit, but you know, and he, there, I don't know. I would love to know in the backstory of what was fixed and what was Snyder's original vision. Uh, rewatch some of the trailers. There's so many scenes that are cut. Uh, oh, really? Know, that are not in the movie at all, like dialogue as well as full scenes. It seems like um, that I'm not sure if they just decided not to use or for whatever reason, but they they seemed interesting. Uh, but you, you kind of are unsure of where they would place in it in this current movie, how it's uh, how it was completed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do like a director's cut, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, I like Cyborg. I thought the Flash was funny, but he was kind of weak with his powers. Yeah, he, he just um, uh, was just fast. <laughs> that's really yeah. He's that's really it. I I heard it compared to him being as like Spider Man in uh, Civil War, where he's just kind of still learning his powers. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, that's actually yeah. A good yeah. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was much more watchable, um, um, more entertaining movie because I didn't have fun watching Batman versus Superman. I was just watching the action. <laughs> right, exactly. But I had fun in this movie, yeah. so that to me is a big improvement. I agree. And uh, yeah, well, it's a good it's a good step in the right direction. And like, it's not as good as Wonder Woman, I thought, but it's getting uh, to a place where at least we where we want the characters to be, at least especially Superman. Yeah. You know? So we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Well, uh, while I was on my flight, I got to see a bunch of movies, and I'm just gonna do like little quick <laughs> mini reviews, and you chime in if you've seen any of these. I've seen them all. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. Hell or High Water. This is the modern Western with Chris Pine. Mm -hmm. uh, I like this movie a lot. It's a bit slow, but you don't see a lot of modern Westerns or even Westerns at all. Right. And uh, I, I thought this was a cool movie, and I and I really liked Me it. too. Really enjoyed that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, King Arthur, a movie that just looked amazing, didn't make a lot of sense, <laughs> but I still loved it. Me too. It. I like the it. It like <laughs> yeah. comic book version of that story yeah. and it was uh, i was really into it uh just that the style uh the way they did the characters very very comic booky and i appreciated that yeah. I, I can see people not liking that uh take on the character but i really liked that he was kind of a, a boss from the beginning in this in this particular version of king arthur i even like eric banna in the beginning oh, yeah, that's right. and I forgot he's like that. yeah and i really uh, like that touch where he's uh, where he's the stone the sword in the stone oh, that's yes. kind of cool <laughs> yeah but but overall the movie just doesn't make a lot of sense and apparently it had a ton of reshoots and problems in production so that's probably why there was some kind of inconsistencies and at one point the female magician was supposed to be guinevere oh, i heard it was oh yeah you're right never mind 
I forget. I, yeah. I could sworn they mentioned that, but they they never named her at all. Now that I think about it. No, I think they just called her mage. Or yeah, something so like that's, that, that would have been a cool take, like Guinevere being a mage, but uh, they just, I guess, decided not to use that at all. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, but uh, fun movie, fun movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Split. Oh man, cool movie. Uh, just great performance by uh, Will McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Is Will James McAvoy? McAvoy. James McAvoy. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the dude from uh, that new so, show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what did you think of uh, the ending? Um, okay. So I thought it was really cool. Uh, but like, I remember some people uh, on a podcast I was listening to, they were like blown away. I was like, oh my God. I was just like, oh, that's a cool little Easter egg. But Basically, I mean, how could we talk about this without spoiling it? But... Uh, limit, um, okay, all right, fair enough. Because this movie came out a while yeah. ago, so just spoilers for a couple, about a minute or so, if you don't want to hear it. But uh, basically, this is a undercover sequel to <laughs> Unbreakable, right. and that's kind of what made people be even more hyped on it after uh-huh. the fact. And I guess I didn't see it that way. I just was like, "Oh, cool!" That <laughs> I saw it as a, "Oh, that's a nice little Easter right. egg," but. When you think about it from that perspective, yeah, I guess it does seem cooler in retrospect. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, like well, who would have thought? You know, like a, a movie that maybe like ten plus years old now, and then like okay, it ended up being that movie that's that's related to the other one. So, what a interesting concept, kind of like a backdoor sequel. Uh, yeah, that they really don't do those kind of things anymore, and it's nice setting up the universe as well. You kind of get hints of it if you watch rewatch it again. Um, uh, I don't know if you recall, like he keeps going to the train station and all that stuff. So it kind of gives hints of of the unbreakable like plot and everything, because you know how everything is caused by that train station. And I guess in this movie, well, the thing is, is that I only watched Unbreakable once, and I don't, and it was probably since it came out, well. so I don't remember hardly anything <laughs> from the movie. Well, maybe it's worth a rewatch because it's pretty, it's still pretty good. I think so. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I saw Power Rangers, uh, another movie that. Probably got bad reviews, but I had a blast with it, and it seemed a lot better than it I thought it would be. be. Right, I agree. It had a yeah. It, yeah, I, I, <laughs> it hit me. What well, I, I don't know if I well, if we ever explained or talked about this thing, this movie prior, but I honestly thought it was better as a movie about the kids than it was when they were the Rangers. What did you think? Yes, okay. I agree. Uh, because once they actually learned to be the Rangers, it becomes like a kid. It wasn't much left. To yeah, do. it became kind of cheesy. Actually, like it was hype when they like started using the old theme song and like getting into battle. Yeah, but then it became kind of cheesy because like the tone of the movie kind of switched. It was kind of dark and kind of like gritty, and it, you know it was lighthearted, but it was kind of you know grounded. And then it goes into this kind of uh, full on. I mean, I guess they have to because it has to throw for the original fans and all that. But I kind of wish they kept it with that one style how it was prior to uh, when they became Rangers. But uh, you know what's funny? I fell asleep towards the end because I was just tired on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually missed you the see ending how, you of the movie. Did you even see them no. Rangers? <laughs> yes. Like, well, they had for the longest time, they couldn't get their yeah. armor, and that was a kind of a plot <laughs> of it. But like, hurry, hurry up before I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, just, I was like, no, I like this movie you know, three right. quarters Did of the you way. I appreciate uh, the heavy uh, Krispy Kreme. Uh, what is it? product uh placement in that movie um i i didn't really it didn't jump out to me you i get guess to that part where rita, rita repulsa like literally visits a uh crispy cream okay i guess not <laughs> then that would have been super right. obvious kind of like when i uh, fell asleep before uh, when batman was shaving not batman but bruce, uh, bruce wayne was shaving because it was gillette as the sponsor <laughs> for uh justice you know what i actually didn't <laughs> notice that was it uh, uh is that why they just randomly had that shaving scene yes <laughs> that's yes. so funny <laughs> Yeah, and which is ironic because that's why the mouth situation was uh, with Superman because he couldn't yeah. shave. <laughs> and was it like apparent for you with the with the CGI mouth? Oh, that first clip, <laughs> and it's just terrible because that's what you open the movie yeah. with, and it's just the worst CGI. But at least man. you can like pinpoint which is the Whedon scenes because it's the reshoot. <laughs> it's like it's the ones where they have to put oh, CGI mouth and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's cool. I'm glad uh, you liked Rangers. Anything else? Uh, I think that was about it. And then I was just kind of like rewatching some movies. Like I was rewatching first um, Guardians of the Galaxy and and things like that. Did they still uh, hold hold up to you when you rewatched it? Uh, I didn't finish it, but it it held up pretty well. That's cool. 
Well, I didn't see yep. as much as you did. It seems like you had a whole <laughs> plate there. Uh, I just recently saw Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, this is rather an ensemble cast uh, we have in here. I, and have you ever seen the original movies? I have okay. not. Um, well, it's pretty much exactly the same. Uh, pretty much a super detective uh, goes on a train where there's a murder that happens and there's like a group of people that are possible suspects. And it's kind of like Clue, um, where it's it could be any one of these guys. They all have like uh, possible motives uh, of this possible murder. And uh, the way this movie was done, I really, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was that great. It I liked how the payoff was, like the the twist and the whole like the um, the whole reasonings for like the murder and all that and who it is and all that stuff. That part was really cool, but getting there it was very slow, and I thought it, it kind of dragged a little bit for me personally in the middle because there's so many characters and they're all really good actors, but they don't have enough time to shine. Like the Michelle Pfeiffer's in there, Daisy Ridley, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, 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 not John Malkovich. What's his name? Uh, the guy from Spider-Man One, the main bad guy. I forgot his name, but um, oh, on the phone. There you go. Defoe, yeah. So yes. there's so many. There's such a great cast in there, but they rarely have enough time to shine. And it wasn't done well. Where you know how in those like mystery shows or movies where you kind of get like to try to figure out on your own. In this one, they don't show you enough for you to get an idea of who or what may have like to for you to solve the uh like the the mystery. It's pretty much just uh, laid out for you as the movie goes along. And I kind of wish they went the route where at least uh, gives the audience an ability to at least guess. But this one, they didn't do a great job of that because they didn't show enough of the characters. But overall, I think it was more of a, you know, it's matinee uh, for me. Oh, okay. Well, I definitely want to check that out because, uh, yeah, it's just the star power there. It's just uh, off the charts and I want to see. But it sounds like uh, they don't all get enough time to yes. shine. I, that's what I think. Okay. Any other movies for you? No movies, but I did watch a few shows. Uh, my wife and I binged watched the Law and Order True Crime Menendez Brothers. How much uh, do you remember about that uh, that the, that crime or uh, that event? Well, this, this is one of those things for me that like very much like the OJ uh, documentary that was excellent, by the way. The um, w- I remember living through that in the sense of I remember it being in the news mm-hmm. is all anyone can talk about, but you don't know the full yeah. story because like there's just I can imagine there was a ton of stuff. Yeah. And this is, applies pretty much the same thing where it's like, oh, OK, so this is what really or may of uh, this other side of the story, because, you know, when we're growing up, all we hear is just a crime and then there's a trial and, you know, they got convicted or whatever. But we really don't know in between because we didn't pay attention. We were too young, pretty much, uh, at that time. And this actually took place kind of at the same time period of the OJ, because even OJ kind of uh, cameos in the around this revolving the story. Um, oh, wow. And I didn't realize in terms of the Menendez brothers cases that it was all in LA as well, since this was a crime in Beverly Hills. Uh, so they, you know, go mention a lot of LA uh, locales, but it, it was uh, really good and interesting. It's very short. It's about eight episodes, I think. Uh, it's all on Hulu. That's where we saw it, Ron. So if you ever were interested in it, uh, worth, oh, it, nice. worth the che- uh, checking out. The lady who plays their defendant is the, um, the mom from Sopranos, and she's really good in it. So give that a shot. Uh, we, we blazed through it because it actually was pretty captivating. Uh, finding out a lot of these stuff of uh, these, uh, this uh, this true crime, and right. and uh, another, uh, I know that you haven't caught up yet, but this uh, week has been a DC crossover week. You know how every uh, year all the DC TV shows they kind of have the one week where they all cross over for one major event. Has it become an annual yeah, thing? It seems like it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, ever since they got Supergirl, she's been more involved in Legends of Tomorrow. But before it was just Flash and Arrow, but now like it's all the shows they are all combining. So it's pretty cool. Thing. Legends of Tomorrow is still happening. It's still happening, and it's actually pretty good now. Oh, Remember, I've been telling you that it's kind of it's serious? so much better in this. It's it's a lot better in the second season compared to the first one. But you have to dread through that. Actually, honestly, I don't think you need to. You just skip to the second one. You're already aware of majority of these characters. Um, yeah, and you can just read the backstory if, if you ever want, ever wanted to follow. But uh, I thought this was really fun. I, I don't know how DC television always manages to capture the fun uh, better than some of the movies that's uh, out on there. And 
in this particular crossover event, pretty much um, Earth X universe crosses over with the universe that's in um, the current DC TV show. So you get kind of like evil versions of characters that you're aware of, like the uh, <laughs> Arrow in Earth X is uh, the Fuhrer. It's pretty much they're all Nazis, like Nazi version of the oh. bad guys. So Supergirl has a big SS on her shield. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool. Wow. So they're pretty much fighting their uh, Earth X counterparts because they've invaded uh, modern Earth to try to take over. And it's kind of cool to see some characters that were bad in uh, current universe, but in Earth X, they're kind of good, like Captain Cold. Uh, he's like a completely different character. Uh, he's also like he's <laughs> him and uh, they call him the Ray. I don't know if you remember that character, but they're like a gay couple in the show. That was a really cool change. Uh, it's it was it was a it was very fun. I thought, it, and it seems like they're also getting rid of. Um, you know how Firestorm is two characters combined, pretty much. Like they, you yes. have to have two of them. I think the main actor yeah. for that show, uh, the one that's in Titanic. He's no longer. He's leaving the show, so they kind of gave him, the older, yeah, one. the older one. They kind of gave him a send off in the show as well. So I don't know how they explain uh, Firestorm being fused without another person. They haven't because it just ended. They showed a short scene of that. That's so. That's basically breaking. From yeah, the it's comic breaking. Book. So I wonder how they're going to split. Uh, like how they're going to work that. So I'm kind of curious to see in the next following episodes. But they do a lot of different things with the different characters, and uh, they actually progress the story of. Uh, Arrow and Flash, uh, that changes it up pretty much uh, for the rest of the season. So it's pretty cool. It was kind of like a mid-season finale, I think, next next week is. But this was a cool uh, progression of the story, I thought, even though it was a crossover event where generally they just do it and then they don't really recall it after the next few weeks. But this one... And, and so you're still in on Arrow as well? You have not tapped out on the no, series? No, it's not the greatest. Um, there <laughs> is like few episodes where they've been really uh, like good because of fan service. Uh, like Deathstroke has returned a couple times, and those part those scenes were fun. Same thing with uh, Tommy. I don't know if you remember from the first season, but it was his friend. Um, but a lot of cool elements. I would still say Flash is the best out of them, and. And actually, Legends of Tomorrow, because I think it's so fun and campy. Because it's kind of like a Doctor Who show, where they go random uh, times and uh, oh, and then see. they have an adventure on that. So, in terms of rank output, uh, Flash, uh, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and then Arrow is the last one, sadly. Even though that was the one that started it all. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, while I was on the plane, I took my 3DS with me. I brought Metroid samus returns i had specifically been saving uh the game for this and uh, one of the things i'll say is i have a first generation 3ds before they upgraded the 3d camera sensor thing and it's terrible because you have to be in the precise zone otherwise the 3d is gonna like hurt your eyes because it's surprised you even played it in 3d it's not effective you know what man i tried i really did and like each into each session, I probably turned it off within five minutes, oh, if not good. shorter. Yeah. yeah, it's just a shame. Um, I would love for Mondo to comment if on he has one of the newer models, if that's a problem or if he just shuts it off as well. Um, and you know, it's funny because I had been eyeing. They made this uh, Super Nintendo version. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, on Amazon. And I was like, oh. That's like, I love limited edition consoles. Looks so cool. Looks like the Super Nintendo, but it's like you know what? I own three games <laughs> on my uh, 3DS, so it's fine. And you know, this is probably one of the last games I'm going to get for this console yeah, anyway. I think it, so I rather put that money towards the yeah, Switch. I think they probably moved all the development into the Switch now, so don't need yeah. to hold on any further. Yeah, but the game itself is uh, is really good, man. It uh, even though it it's a 2.5D style. For the most part, it it works as a two point or two D game, I should Does say. It still play like and, Metroid, uh, kind of like. Yes, so you're going to different sections. There are doors that you need to open up with a missile, with uh, different skills that you get. The they've changed up the order. You still get the ball first because that's a mm-hmm. classic. Um, but like some of the different other weapons that you get are different orders. Um, so is this a re- remake of that second game, or is it just a? It complete- is a remake of number two, okay. but like. Based upon what was I was reading is it's almost unrecognizable. It has some elements, but it's just so much has so been changed. So it's pretty changed. much like a new game, essentially. Yeah, basically. And uh, one of the things that I, I don't know that I like as much is, you know, Metro is always known for backtracking. Um, but they have these, like, relic stations that the only way you can progress is 
you have to find the certain Metroids that are hiding in these rooms, and it's like a little mini boss, and then you got to come back to then unlock that gate. But the problem is, you got to do that multiple times. And I reached this one point where I stopped playing because I haven't finished the whole game yet. But it that I had to kill like six Metroids. <laughs> so you can imagine going to different places six different times and then coming back. And I guess you could save them. No, no, no. You because you have to come back because then that reveals the location of the next uh-huh. one where he's hiding. So it's just uh, it's getting a bit tedious with some of that backtracking. But the game itself is super solid. Do you feel like you're near the end of the game. That's why they're throwing all that at you. Uh, I would say that probably I'm halfway. I don't know that I. You know, one of the things I my, I realized is somehow my uh, 3DS charger didn't work with my. Um, you have to have a little adapter for international. Yeah, it's plugs. like a circular looking one, right? Yeah, and somehow it didn't want to receive any power ah, to that. So you just used it, even though my plug worked for other things. Again, pretty much. Yeah, man. So on the return trip, I could not uh, use oh, it. Man, that's a bummer. <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you uh, and you're gonna finish it, even though you're not traveling anymore. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I, I'll try to find things here and there when I have a little chance to kind of pop it open. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I feel to, like that kind know. of game though. You would when you come, if you come back from a long time ago, you probably forget what to do or where to go. I think I think you're right. So I may have to kind of stay with it to to finish it. One of the things that I also one more thing that I can't do on it is. I can't use Amiibo on it because you need a little external adapter that, again, I'm not going to spend money on. <laughs> so you got the edition but, with uh, Amiibo, but you can't use the Amiibo? Uh, no, those Amiibo are about separate. And that's just from my okay. collection because they're super yeah. cool. They're and like, And they always sell out really fast. So Yeah, exactly. They're super high quality for those particular ones. Um, but I just can't use them. And, you know, one of them would unlock a special hard mode. And I think the other one gives me a cool uh, suit that looks like Metroid Fusion. Wow. Um, that blue but, one? Uh, I, that, yeah, but it may be cosmetic. I don't know if it gives you any special effects or not. Yeah. Um, and then apparently some of them give you like extra energy refills or something like that. But uh, I can't do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all yeah. good. You're almost done anyways, probably. Yeah. That's cool. Any play anything else? Uh, also, I'm just working my way... Uh, I'm on a bit of a destiny break, so I've been trying to work my way through uh, Telltale Batman. Season one or two? Um, season mm-hmm. one. I happened to pick that up a long time ago, and uh, I-, I popped it, the game on to test out my Xbox One X. <laughs> what a game! Because I wanted to see that it runs well, and it actually does run really nice on that. Okay. On, on I was about to no say. <laughs> That's a, I guess the system's. <laughs> you don't see any. Yeah, it's a system. Sure. You don't see any graphic increase because it's like a cell shaded right. style, but. Um, that's I just I forgot that that's a really good game. Yeah, the story is really good. Unique, it's unique. A unique take on the on the Batman uh, storyline, and uh, I'm about halfway <clears throat> through the third episode. Mm. Is there five total? There's always five. Yeah, there's always five. Okay, so I'm gonna stick with it, but I'm, I'm enjoying it very much. So I don't know if that went on sale recently. I know uh, they had some. I think second season sales. went on sale. I think it went down to. Oh, you're right. Or like that. So if you like yeah, it, but, uh, the second one. Highly recommend it. Did, did you like the second one as much? Uh, it's not finished yet. It's still going, but I enjoy oh, it, it quite a lot. They do a good take. Uh, do you want me to tell you who's kind of the main villain? Um, I already know it's Joker because I saw it on like... Not really. Oh, then yeah, tell okay. me. So he's, even better. He's, <laughs> did you already encounter him in season one? Okay, no. Never mind then. Uh, okay. There's slots to you're still yeah a little bit away uh there's some characters that you yeah. probably were one that you would be familiar with but definitely stick with it i highly recommend that story telltale while the gameplays are never like interact like involved but they do really good storytelling um and i like their take on batman so definitely worth a shot and i, I like how they changed up uh penguin too he's a lot different than you yes, anywhere else. very very interesting character on penguin mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I just had been playing that because um, I'm ordering Assassin's Creed. Matter of fact, it actually <laughs> arrived today. So uh, I have that coming in and I'm anxious to uh, crack that open soon. Nice. That's what your next one you're going to start? Yes. Right, that's cool. I have uh, finished Wolfenstein, um, that and Mario recently. And I've just been starting uh, the South Park game. And I am quite enjoying it. The story so far, I'm still early. Which one? Uh, the second, the new one, what Fractured Butthole. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want? Because I talked a little bit about it last week, but I did. 
I'm just curious about your difficulty level. Uh, I just played on normal. It was it was. I, I would suggest Not- playing it on easy if you just want to do the story. But, oh, I, um, <laughs> I, I had honestly, to do that for the uh, expansion. Yeah, I honestly thought in comparison to the first game, it's not as good as the main game portion. Uh, uh, but uh, the story just is crazy. <laughs> Let's just say that it's it goes places okay. that uh, you would never think in a video game. But it does. They do some really good stuff uh, with the story and a lot of good character development. I really enjoyed. Uh, that aspect of it. And it's very short, so uh, definitely recommend if, maybe just red boxing it uh, if, if that, or if you can find it for super cheap. Um, but especially if you beat the first game and, the, and you enjoyed those, I, I think you enjoy it a little less because not as uh, as the gunplay. I don't know what they, it's changed. I, I think maybe because they went moved to the Doom engine and it 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 doesn't it doesn't feel as good as Doom One and it doesn't feel as good as the last game. Um, but it looks great on the Xbox One X. The graphics are super nice and clean. And uh, unfortunately, I know you don't like it. Uh, you may get a headache playing it because it's, it runs at a constant 60 frames <laughs> per second. So, well, yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll see how it goes. Like move around quite a lot um, in this game. So just giving you that heads up. Yeah, I think I was, I've heard that criticism about the battle system not being as good so to me i'm gonna wait till this thing goes on sale I, it was on sale for 24 but i was like that's a nice one like i can get from less than 20 or 20 and just enjoy the story put on easy i remember dan Riker on the uh bombcast he's like i just put on the easiest mode and i just yeah. blast through it and i have a great there is, i was like that sounds good there is me. a uh two versions of the game though because like not versions but like story paths because you know how in the first game you chose a guy that you would uh, yes. Uh, this one doesn't import your save or anything like that, so you're gonna have to make that decision again. But I can see how it could be so different with another character, so it adds a little bit of replay value. But uh, for me personally, I'm gonna give it a break before I ever go back to it. It was kind of a uh, like one of those like experience it once and like uh, and it was like mind blowing. I don't want to go through it again feeling tainted. I'll give it some time yeah. so I forget a little bit and then uh, start it over again. Okay. Yeah, and then I would recommend doing the. If you do have a choice, do the Ferguson route. Just saying. okay, yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, South Park, I, yeah, you know what? I honestly think it's not very different from the first game. It's almost pretty much exactly the same game, but I do like the the battle changes that they've uh, made. I like the little grid system and positioning. It's a little bit more interactive, I thought, and I can't wait to uh, finish that. I'm currently right now where I'm beating up the sixth graders, and um, I already got. Oh, you're early. Yeah, I'm very early. I, I got the fl- I got fast pass, uh, which is Jimmy. <laughs> I got yes. um, uh, Stan, which is uh, what's his name, the mosquito, uh, Super Craig, and yep. Um, yep. what's Kyle, the kite? Yeah, he's the kite, right? Yeah, so yes, I only have those yes. guys uh, as of right now, but uh, it's hilarious. I really enjoy their little take on the superhero genre and like how it's all kind of their imagination. And it's kind of fun, yes. funny when the cars come by and it interrupts their like playtime. It has yes. a lot of nice little touches, so I, I quite enjoy it. Uh, what what did you choose for your I, character? I picked class? Blaster. Me too. Uh, <laughs> everyone picked that. I think Mondo picked that yeah. as well. I guess uh, really? everyone wants to be a, a brawler or a mage, or I don't know what that class. Well, was. they they give you the ability later on to uh, unlock more classes. Where, where I'm at, I'm, um, I barely uh, met up with Morgan Freeman in his store, and he's giving me the crafting abilities. Yeah. So, yeah. So remember, remember that <clears throat> difficult boss I was telling you yeah. about? It's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Is he coming up? <laughs> no, that's like I couldn't access him, and probably I wouldn't be as powerful to take him on until you pass oh, the so game. Oh, so he's optional. He's optional then. Yeah, he's an optional. He's like, remember Final Fantasy when they had those optional Weapons. weapon yeah. bosses? Yeah. <laughs> you Morgan, have to. Does Morgan Freeman? Yeah. yeah. But you get an achievement okay. for it. And you beat him? You get that achievement? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I That's have awesome. it. Yeah, I can't, I can't. yeah, and it was tougher than the final oh, boss. Wow. Really? Oh, because it's optional. He's yeah. probably like the secret uh, boss. But yeah, I can't uh, I can't wait for that uh, to get there. So Because uh, I, I, I want to finish this so I can start Assassin's Creed finally. Um, we've had that for a bit, but we haven't started it. And, um, uh, I also want to go back to Mario occasionally because even though you beat the game, there's a lot of end game content in there because it changes the worlds, uh, for the remainder of the kingdoms that you go through, uh, where it, it, 
there's like different phases. Uh, when you go through the story, it changes already, but you don't have to do it. You can continue on with the story. And then the world progresses, and that's where it reveals more moons. Um, that game is such a joy. I would highly recommend it once you get the Switch. Okay, definitely. I want to check yeah. it out. That's all I've been playing. All right. Well, we're getting along in the show, but it's all we got left is some news here. So uh, up for me was uh, there's this big scandal with Destiny <clears throat> in which it was discovered that they were basically throttling the experience that you would get when you would do repeatable activities. And uh, they got caught and they lied about it. And they were saying, oh, yeah, it's, you know, we're not happy with the way our experience is. But <laughs> what a weird that, that's not what happened, you know, because it's the thing is, is that these these experiences are tied to you getting these bright engrams, which is the things that they sell. So a lot of people were just like, look, you slow down the progress so that people could just be like, oh, I want to buy those things mm-hmm. instead. And then when they tried to correct it, they didn't tell people that they doubled the experience. And in many cases, it was taken even longer. And so finally, uh, you know, just today before uh, we recorded, they basically did this announcement where they apologized. They said, we're sorry. We understand our communication has not been the best. And basically, I think it was one of these situations where the cover up is worse than (laughs) lies, right? If they would have said, you know, if they would have said, well, you know, we want to we want to encourage you to do different activities and this mm-hmm. and that it would have been fine, but they were, they had lied about it, but now they've outlined that they're going to do a ton of changes coming up in December, kind of coinciding with the uh, expansion that comes out. Um, there's now just going to be uh, one of the complaints was that a lot of the weapons feel the same. Now they're going to have a different tier of weapon that can have unique perks that are can have random now, perks. Is as this well. universal changes or specifically having to have the expansion? I think that should be a universal I mean, change. It be, I think right? it right. should be. Um, now that now some of the weapons that you may want to get may be tied to the expansion, but uh, it some of the kind of uh, quality of life, if you will, changes. It's just going to be general. Um, so. That's going to be, they split up a lot of things that they want to do when the expansion comes out on December 5th. And then also on December 12th, that seems to be that. And if you read the, on their blog, it, it outlines, I'm not going to go into detail about all of them, but basically, you know, it it sucks what they did. Um, I'm not going to be apologizing for Bungie here, but I will give them credit. It's like I was telling Mondo, it's, they at least listen to the community and they're trying to address them all you know, one at a time. The Destiny is an evolving game. It What you saw in year three was not the same game as it was in year one. So, you know, it, it's an evolving game. And one of the things that I did realize about myself is that this game isn't as addictive to me as Destiny 1 was. I have no problem putting it down. And that's probably because you don't have to grind as much to get to stuff. I've already reached the maximum level and I'm fine with it. I don't need I, to constantly I see that play as it. a positive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine because that allows me to play other stuff. So it's fine. I'll be, you know, day one when this expansion comes out, I'll come back to it. Uh, but that's just one of those things. And, and I think Mondo wishes it was uh, a little more grindy. Uh, <laughs> he, he wants it to be the old style. So nothing wrong with that. It's just different interpretations of what you like. So, uh, yeah, these changes are coming. So stay tuned for December 5th, which is probably when they're going to get the uh, 1X changes as well. So I'm looking forward yep, to that. It's going to look nice. Um, yeah. I don't have much news for this week other than the announcements of the free games for next month for Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, I'm going to run down these lists. Just let me know what you think of them for PlayStation. Okay, because I haven't seen them, so I'll give you okay. a yeah or no. PlayStation on December, they're getting uh, for PS4, Darksiders 2, the Death Definitive Edition. Oh, that's a, that's a good yeah, game. I agree. Uh, I put a lot of hours into that. I, I played it on the highest difficulty. If anyone that's likes a, a, a more, I guess, mature Zelda, that's a way to go. Now, that one uh, was different because it had loot, whereas the other one was just like a standard but Zelda But to be fair, game. the new Zelda has loot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the second game for PS4 is, uh, I know you're excited about this one, Ron, Kung Fu Panda Showdown of the Legendary Legends. <laughs> you know i played a kung fu panda when it came like free with one of my xbox elites that i right. got once 
and uh, I was getting some achievements. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Who am, what am I doing? <laughs> so I only played like a couple Perhaps. of levels, but I will pass on this one. So that was uh, two major games and the rest are PS3 and Vita's, which uh, Siberia Collection, X-Blaze Lost, Format 8 and Wanted Core. Nope on all of them. <laughs> oh man, you triggered Alexa. <laughs> How did I trigger Alexa? I said no. Nope. For, uh, for Xbox, we have uh, four games coming out: two for 360, two for Xbox. One of them is Back to the Future, the 30th anniversary edition. I very much enjoy that. If you're a fan of the movies, um, there was a couple of parts where it gets slow, a lot of back and forth mm-hmm. stuff. That was before Telltale was more of a, like a cinematic movie yeah. story. This was more adventure right. game. Um, but I enjoyed it very much. You have much. to know what's um, different in the 30th anniversary edition. I, th- I good question. Maybe <laughs> they 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 made have upresed it because it was a PS3 uh, game. So you know they upresed it for PS4 maybe some, or for maybe Xbox. Some extra features or some 30 something that makes 30th anniversary special, I guess. Uh, well, the second okay. game is this game that I'm not sure you probably heard a lot often in Rebel FM. Uh, Anthony talking about it. It's uh, uh, Warhammer End Times Vermintide. So it's pretty much a what Warhammer uh, Left 4 Dead clone. So it's a four-player co-op game. Uh, it looks like it's going to be X-Enhanced 2. Uh, it's free co-op. Might as well worth it, worth a shot. And that was a uh, box copy that came out? Or it's not a free-to-play PC- game? No, it, this is a retail game. Looks like it retails at $39.99. Really? It's, a, it's originally a PC game, it looks like. Um and it's yeah, it's gonna be one of the free games. Maybe we should try it one day with uh, Mondo. It's, it's free. Yeah, the only uh, Warhammer game I played was I bought Space. Hey, Space Marine. Marine was cool. I picked it up on the cheap. Uh, I didn't finish it though. Um, it got a little bit difficult. Uh, well, yeah. Well, maybe that at that time you weren't playing things on easy mode. Just knock it down, and I think you'll have it. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I so the two three sixty games. One of them I've never heard of, and one I never got a chance to play. The one I've never heard of is called Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. What? <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> exactly. This is the story. You play a warrior committed to eliminating those who oppose freedom. could it be any more generic i don't even know and the second one which is a follow-up to res is called child of eden uh this i was familiar was initially a connect game but i think you are not it's not a requirement but it is a follow-up to res but i never got to play it uh did you no, I'm in on this one. Uh, it did go on sale pretty cheap. I remember it being like close to ten bucks wow. at one point. I never got a chance to get it though. But uh, yeah, I'm in yeah, on this one. Yeah, usually they're pretty good with their soundtracks. So uh, that was a cool thing about Res. And uh, yeah, looking forward to trying this as well. Maybe it's Easy Chivos. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Um, one last thing is uh, there was some news that the Marvel's Heroes Omega is going to be shutting oh, yeah. down, and that includes That's console that. versions. That's sad. Um, I never got a chance to actually pass the game. We kind of uh, fell off of it. And uh, the thing is, it's not clear on when it's going to be cut off. I thought it was some stories were like, it's going to be cut off immediately. I think people were and fired I, immediately. That was a, that was the story. Oh, so, yeah, really? Even Anthony okay. uh, Gallegos, he's not no longer there. <laughs> okay. Because I, I played it the other day. I was like, let me see if this thing still works or if it gives me like a we're not supporting this mm-hmm. game anymore message. And I actually played, and I, I finished one chapter oh, wow. by myself. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so sad because um, it was uh, pretty good for being free. It, it was a solid game, but I just, you know, I never knew what to do with any of the vendors that were right. in the game. It's like the, you couldn't utilize what they it was were selling. It was a little bit of a mess with the UI. That was pretty much it. Yeah, and then the uh, inventory system, it's just you were constantly getting stuff, and it really forced you to want to buy right. stuff money and, and and expand it otherwise your your inventory is so yeah. tiny and i think they had to shut down because uh the the, the company developers are were going bankrupt or whatever so sadly they didn't oh, transition man. it over to someone else but they just got rid of it uh, all in- yeah so basically if you're interested in that just play it as much as you can before it shuts yeah, down for sure and don't yeah. buy anything because you probably won't get a refund on there. <laughs> yes do not buy anything <laughs> yeah well that's pretty much it for me man what about you all right, that's it for me too. So uh, it was good uh, catching up with yeah. you again. And uh, all right, everybody, uh, no show feedback this week, but uh, you can change that. <laughs> Leave us feedback feedback at uh, easyoperationsqa at gmail.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and like our Facebook page. Mondo is the one that uh, you know controls it and puts stuff on there. 
And uh, that's going to be it. Anything else you want to add, James? Not today. I would like to just thank, uh, as usual, Facehugger for providing us new music, as usual. I don't know if you heard from last episode, but it was different. Uh, He's always coming out with new content, so check him out. Yeah. Thank you, Facehugger. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Have a good night. Okay. Good night, James.